Welcome to the GNO podcast. There are a lot of beliefs, opinions, and values out there, and nailing down yours can be tricky. Join us as we explore and discuss a variety of topics to help us figure out who we are, decide who we want to become, and learn how to best support each other along the way. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the GNO podcast. I am one of your hosts, Olivia. And I'm Catherine. And I'm Courtney. And we're excited to chat with you guys today. We're going to talk about women versus women in the workplace. Um, Yep. As you uh, know, we've all been women in the workplace together. (laughs) And And we'll talk talk about our competition. (laughs) I'm so glad that you mentioned us working together because at the place we all used to work together, I joined a little bit later than you guys and you guys had built it like a friendship before <laughs> steady and strong my girl steady and strong with our window firm foundation that was it mm-hmm. was a very firm foundation <laughs> and i came in and maybe threatened to rattle it <laughs> yes yes courtney was like listen this olivia girl she seems cool and all but <laughs> She can't be friends with us. Like she can't be like I legit. Did not say she can't be friends, friends with us, but it can't be like the bond we have. Something along those lines. But like, I can't. It, be, I, I was cool. Yeah, but but you were like, okay. But you came out of nowhere, I and did. I was like, I don't know who this girl is. I came out of the shadows. Which, in my defense, <laughs> because I sound extremely harsh, which is also hilarious that it was me who said this because I think out of the three of us, oh, like, it wouldn't be you. I am. Absolutely, the includer. Yeah. We'll talk to so anybody I guess we're random. Be me, huh? Yep, sure would. <laughs> and so, wow. anyways, but I just, um, I had just moved back to yeah. uh, America. Yep, <laughs> literally um, America. Yeah, hadn't been country. hadn't been back <laughs> to, to America of North America. Yep, yeah. came back to the continent, yeah. came back to our country, and came back to our state and city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was rebuilding community. I, you mm-hmm. know, all my community was was gone from here, and so. Um, I worked hard to get to the place mm-hmm. I was with Catherine and, and Catherine it was like, was a good friend. Yeah. And was, I was like, dang, well, I kind of, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I kind of like her, like, okay. You know? Yeah. And okay. then Olivia came out of nowhere and they worked on the, you all worked on the same yeah. team. We did work on a the media same team. team. Like in that initiative. Dynamic, I'm sure, and I wasn't initially. in that initiative and yeah. I was like, they're going to lunch together. Yeah. For her we're going day. to <laughs> when we were like, we'll take you to lunch. That's yeah. a nice thing to you do. Know, I didn't yeah. know FOMO was going to kick in. Yeah. So in my defense, I was spiraling. I was not in a healthy, secure place, oh. listeners. Courtney, but I did I love Olivia. Understand, and I've been there. <laughs> yeah, but it was just super funny. I was like, oh, <laughs> I did. I was like, you. We can be cool with her, but like, not that cool, not you know. Cool. And here we are. It's today. okay. You guys still holiday together. Holiday. 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 Oh, holiday. We do holidays together. I do. I. Yeah. Well, mostly because I spend it with her parents and I love well, her yeah. parents. <laughs> <laughs> I love her parents hey, and her Mary sister and, and her husband out every episode. and her yeah. dogs. So oh, wow. I pretty much love most things that Catherine yeah, loves. But not me. <laughs> yeah. She like mentioned everyone. Catherine's me. a bonus. <laughs> I enjoy her. Like well. I will tolerate her because I like her family I, and I'll reap those I benefits. <laughs> I get access to the family and yeah. the dogs if I hang out yes. with Catherine. So it's worth and it. And my house when you dog sit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The cabin in the woods. Yeah. I do love it. That's so funny. that's funny, Liv. Thanks for uh, bringing that making back. me be uh, heartless <laughs> and 
than <laughs> revealing that to our listeners. So you weren't heartless. You had a big heart. That was why it was going to bother you. Is that yes? Yeah, yeah. Because you cared about Catherine. Anyways, <laughs> um, so we are talking about women versus women in the workplace, and we had pitched to you guys that we wanted some listener feedback on your experience with that, your thoughts about that. Um, and good we got and bad. good and bad. Yeah. 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 Um, we wanted everything and we got some great feedback. We yes. had a lot of responses. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. A lot of like really long detailed responses. Yes. <laughs> Heartfelt. And yeah, like we, we appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. You guys really came out. Um, you came through. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was fascinating to read through them. So mm-hmm. that's where we're going to start mm-hmm. today's episode and then we'll just kind of commentate on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. What were some themes you guys picked up from the listener answers? Mm-hmm. I would say I was pretty shocked to see a fairly consistent theme of listeners sharing that they had positive experiences Mm -hmm. with women in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And I think why I was shocked is because there's, I know that there's also a lot of negative experiences and because I know obviously being a female, you can often get unintentionally pitted against other women in the workplace. And sometimes that happens Um, and makes you feel insecure or competitive or whatever and then it it can ruin sometimes like a bond or just a camaraderie that you could experience with another female that you work alongside because maybe you feel like there's competition but a lot of you guys shared that you really had positive experiences working specifically alongside other women and that some of you shared you miss that maybe you work in more of a male dominated field now or maybe you are just reminiscing on those experiences where it was a positive female to female workplace and now it's maybe not but I was kind of shocked to see a lot of positivity which I've had positive experiences too and I've also had negative experiences but that was yeah that was something I picked up yeah Catherine I would definitely agree with that it was primarily positive um people were referencing obviously like working alongside other women so my assumption from that was maybe not necessarily that they were their supervisors but um I don't know maybe it was and some people did reference some good like female managers that they had Mm -hmm. had um and I think that was cool the word supportive came out Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. um cheering people on and it, it seemed like these women experienced a lot of camaraderie mm-hmm. um, on teams of other women, which there were also some negatives that we'll talk about here in just a, a little bit. But right. I do wonder if some of that camaraderie comes from having endured some maybe not super positive work environments. Yeah. Um, so like comparing the two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely noticed the positivity, but there was some negativity. Uh oh. There was some Uh oh. Bring it to us. Let us know. Yeah. So I do think some negative experiences working alongside women and then several working for women. So having a female supervisor Mm. and having a difficult experience with that. And, you know, I think as a supervisor in general, well, you have more responsibility, probably also have more pay. There's more that you're held accountable for and you're also supervising other people. And so I think it comes with a higher level of expectation for you and just a higher level of awareness and empathy. And there were some comments of just like the manager 
not having that awareness, not having that empathy, maybe kind of putting herself above the employees, almost like the ivory tower concept, if you will, of like, I'm up here and I can't be brought down to do these things when really it's like, as a manager, like if your team fails, that's on you. You know what I mean? Right. And so there were some, some experiences or excuse me, some comments about those specific experiences that stuck out. Yeah, which I think is interesting because I think for women, especially if you've had to work so hard, mm-hmm. especially like more historically, so people who are mm-hmm. maybe in leadership positions now who've worked for many, many years, maybe decades to get there, they experienced a very different work culture, hopefully, than we are starting to experience today. And they've had to fight through a lot of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine flipping that switch mm-hmm. from being competitive to being empathetic mm-hmm. and yeah. caring. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, that would be pretty, that would be a hard switch to flip. Yeah. Um, not excusing poor behavior. I'm just, that's just something that came to mind when I was reading that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and you think about day to day too, like who are they having meetings with all the time too? Are they the only woman within leadership? And they're mm-hmm. like, you're saying like, are they still having to constantly navigate that? Or at the same time too, I wonder not saying that this is what our, our listeners were doing or the people who, who made these comments, but we often like culturally speaking too, we expect women to act and respond a certain way. Mm. Right. And to engage a certain way. And when we don't, we're like kind of turned off by that or like, Oh, well she's this, this and this. But if a man did not respond in that way, it's like, Oh yeah, he's just a leader, you know? And so I wonder too, you said what he means business. Yeah. He means business, but you know, if she doesn't understand that I have all of these different challenges and things and she's not acknowledging that, then she's terrible, you know, where it's like, I don't know. And so I do think that again, also not excusing that too, because I do think that there's a baseline of just like qualities and attributes that make a good leader, Mm -hmm. right. Regardless of gender, Mm -hmm. um, and norms that we've kind of set, set for, um, individuals but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah does that make sense no that makes sense and it makes me think of like so there's this facet of feminism where it's almost anti-feminism where like women have to adopt the personalities of men or that were historically and you know maybe currently thought of as male attributes and disregard the more nurturing side, the more mm-hmm. empathetic side, mm-hmm. um, because that's feminine and we don't want to be like that. And it's like, no, no, no. Like some of that is actually really important to have in the workplace and not reject those things. Like mm-hmm. that's why, that's literally why we should be in leadership positions mm-hmm. because we right. can sometimes exemplify that better. You know, that could be physio- – you could argue it's physiological, biological, or you could argue that it is, you know, a nurture thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not here to argue either one of those things. But either way, those are good things that we need to have in leadership positions mm-hmm. as well. And I think that we've been taught to reject that mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I agree. Yeah. And what's interesting with that, and one of our listeners literally said this in the in a comment, is that female employees have to work twice as hard to be treated average or to get equal pay. And also that goes for minorities as well. Like Mm -hmm. that is seen as a standard across the board. And then you can have, you know, average white men being praised for mediocre work. (sighs) And so that's so frustrating too, when you feel like you have to work twice as hard just to even be seen or like prove yourself 
And then like for you, Courtney, I'm curious your thoughts on that because you are both black and a female. Wah, wah. <laughs> As we've talked about before, <laughs> you always say double whammy or yeah, you like it is that is incredibly challenging and having maybe even working in spaces that are male dominated or even female dominated, but feeling like, man, I'm just always having to work twice as hard to prove myself. Like that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. It is exhausting. I will say to some extent though, and I don't mean this in like a, like, I don't know. I don't mean this in like a high praise to me kind of way at all by any means. But I think that sometimes I may not even realize that I'm working twice mm -hmm. as hard because that's just been the norm yeah like just my entire life right. you know that's just what's been instilled is that so this is the type of work ethic and mm -hmm. this is what you show up and this is what you display mm -hmm. right and so I see in some in some spaces of how like hard I can be on myself right. of like man I didn't get this this or this you know and then my colleagues are looking at me like but you just did, da, 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 you know, all these other things like what? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you just crushed all of this. And I'm like, no, like I still didn't hit. And so it's almost like I can be a little more hard on myself and not have enough grace because I'm like, these are the ways that I need to show up and display excellence mm -hmm. all the time. You know, and I know that it's like I'm human and I'm not there's no way I'm going to be able to do that, um, nor should I. Right. But I feel like I have to exhibit excellence all the time mm. and so yeah it is it's tough and it's tough when you can see other people that you feel <laughs> like aren't bringing the same level that you bring to the table yeah. Yeah. and that is something that I am constantly just fighting with because I, I would also venture to say with me doing like a good job and taking pride in my work is also within my value system mm. and so so that's going to show up naturally for me. Um, so, so I'm having to come to terms with that and kind of confront that and like let things go when I see other people not doing that yeah. because number one, I have no control over them. And number two, like it just is the way it is. Um, and as far as if people are making more money than me or I feel like they're receiving more praise or things like that, it's just kind of like it is what it is and that sucks. Mm -hmm. um, but I also hope that people like really do recognize and see my talents and abilities mm -hmm. as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's interesting. And honor them. I think you, out of the two of us, you have worked the most directly with men and women. Mm. Men and women. Mm -hmm. I'm on a team of mostly women. Mm -hmm. Oh. Now. Okay. And pretty much have mostly been on teams of women. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I know you are on kind of a team but you mostly work directly with women like on your tier I guess I work with both and some yeah okay. yeah yeah I guess I'm thinking of you in your older other career days gotcha <laughs> your nonprofit career, career days, days. <laughs> um Sometimes but I have, like you are a good example <laughs> in both. my mind of mm. that of mm -hmm. like you work so hard Thanks. and you pull she does I try a lot too. of weight and it's awesome yeah. But it's also not. It's also <laughs> exhausting. Yeah. It's also not awesome. I'll say, too, some of these comments, and I'm just kind of spitballing here, it almost seems like several of the listeners that gave us feedback have experience where they were working with mostly or all women. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the theme there is we all succeed together, we're supportive, mm -hmm. we're collaborative, we're encouraging, we're candid, we're understanding. And... You know, that's awesome. And I'm wondering, you know, have those individuals experienced that also in spaces where 
maybe it's men and women because a couple people also said that they feel like women are more easily threatened than men and that women Mm -hmm. tend to gossip like more than men and those are kind of some negative qualities like what Mm. has been y'all's experience with those two things gossip and maybe feeling threatened Mm -hmm. would you say that that happens more with men or women or no I think Mm. in my experience I have felt like I have to be I have to walk on eggshells a bit more Mm. when I'm working with other women primarily because mm. um, of like emotions and feelings yes because okay. of emotions yeah. and feelings there's a lot of That's smiley fair. faces involved oh dear and we i don't write like smiley faces and exclamation points <laughs> and exclamation points so and, many um and like a, a lot of would you mind what if you have any time but don't worry about it if you can't and da, 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 like you have to add a lot of things and kind of like, like tiptoe and fluff and mm-hmm. um which is like why are we doing that to ourselves like why do women do that yeah, we don't have to do men that. don't ever think about that no Men don't everything about that. And I like don't, for some reason, I just don't, I don't think about that. And it, I notice it and it does feel like we're having to be a little oversensitive mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I that too. And I think I, in my experience in working with men is you don't have to, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just be more direct and I appreciate just directness. Um, I want to know exactly what's expected of me and exactly what your thoughts are and exactly when this is due and you know, whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I think that we, ha- we feel like we have to walk on eggshells because maybe we have had to walk on eggshells before because maybe there has been gossip. There has been hurt feelings. And I think that that's sad. So that's what I think when I try to, when I get the smiley faces, I try to not be frustrated because I try to think about, why do we feel like we have to do that to mm-hmm. begin with? And it comes from a not great place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you said the gossip and then what was your other? Like feeling threatened. Mm-hmm. Like someone commented women seem to feel more threatened by other women than men feel threatened mm-hmm. by other men or women. Yeah. I think that there have been, there's been a time where I felt, I would say I personally maybe felt threatened by mm-hmm another woman or two at, at work. And I would venture to say that they probably felt threatened by me mm-hmm, at some point mm-hmm. too. And I think it's because, um, personally thinking about it now, like we all three are very strong women and gifted in different areas. But I also think for me, there was a space where I felt like I needed to be, if there were only two of us women, like I need to be the one. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I need to be the token, mm, you know? And yeah. so for me to be the token, I now have to compete with this other woman, right. To, to get, to occupy that space and yeah. hold that space. And that is so unfortunate, mm-hmm. uh, because I think that there should just be space for both of us, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. To bring our, our talents and our giftings. And so, um, so I think that some of the ways that I saw maybe myself competing with these other, um, or this other woman in particular was I think that the way that she engaged sometimes, I think with leadership, they started to view her as difficult Mm. and demanding and Mm -hmm. challenging in all of these ways. And, and don't get me wrong. Some of the ways that she was challenging leadership and things like that were actually good. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I think she's trying to make a change there and um, spearhead some things that are 
actually good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that was also compiled with some demands and things that she had that were maybe a little more unreasonable. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think she was ready for them to happen right away and was getting fed up about that. And so I was just more reserved and I was quiet and I was observant and I would speak. um, I wouldn't just speak to speak. Like I would really think about what I had to say and why and, Mm -hmm. and then speak and go forth with that. And so Um, I think that that was a way that I competed, um, with, with her and, um, and I did move up, you know, and, um, quickly. And so I don't know. And that's unfortunate because I think, again, there should have been room for both of us and the gossip. Oh my gosh. Is that real? It is very, very real. Um, I think of, for example, I just finished a, Uh, program that I went through here in the community and you are networking with tons of other organizations and other people and things like that. And it was a really great experience. And so anyways, a part of what our time looks like is you may just be walking around and networking with other people in the group, you know, as we're learning about different things in the community. And so for, for lunch one day I was sitting down with a group of women and just talking about, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. just even random things, life and stuff like that. And one of them mentioned another member, another female member of the, of the class. Um, and she just was like, Oh my gosh. Like scoffed. and was like, I can't handle her. She just annoys me so much. Every time she stands up to ask a question in sessions, like I just roll my eyes. Like I cannot with her. Oh my gosh. And mind you, we've only been in this thing for like, we have a total of like six sessions together or something. Right. And you were still getting to know people and things like that. And yes, people might ask things that you maybe wouldn't ask or phrase it a certain way and things like that. But what took me back aback was the fact that she just like threw that out in front of like five or six of us just sitting there, just talking and, and getting to know each other. And then it created like this weird dynamic of like, Mm -hmm. how do we respond, Mm -hmm. you know? And I kind of watched to see who was like, oh yeah, that was a lot. Or some people just kind of ask questions like, wait, who are you talking about? Was it this person? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Or, oh, I don't remember. Yeah. You know, I don't recall her saying that like, oh, I don't, maybe I wasn't there that day. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it was just like instant deflection, Mm -hmm. right. Versus like a standing up for the individual who she was kind of like, coming down on. Right. Right. And so, and that honestly shocked me because that was even again, like that was in a professional setting, um, with people who you aren't even that close with Mm -hmm. and have relationship with. And then you're just like dogging somebody else who's like, I don't know, like Mm -hmm. 10 feet away. You know, I was just, I was very uncomfortable. And so in that moment I was like, okay. So I felt like I was a part of the mean girls club Mm -hmm. or like this, like click Mm -hmm. a little bit. And I was like, I will not, be gathering with you all anymore. And that was my takeaway of like, okay, so I will not be associating with like this group of women anymore because this is kind of, and it wasn't all of them, but it was a handful. And I was like, "Mm, okay. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that happens a lot. And I will say I've had plenty of male coworkers that gossip as well. And you're like, (laughs) okay, let's everyone (laughs) calm down. But I do feel like it happens quite a bit with women and even in settings like that it's like are we feeling insecure or why are we going to that you know why is that yeah, the default why? that's my that was my thought like why did she feel the need to say that exactly to everyone like is why she trying to like get a leg up or show people right. but it's like that 
what is that gonna show yeah that you're catty (laughs) i don't know yeah yeah now i'm like really breaking down the psychology of it in my Mm -hmm. mind and i'm just really fortunate i i work on a great team like we Mm -hmm. we are we are mostly women all women in the office that i'm at and my my small subset team is all women and we are really fortunate and then there is not gossip Mm -hmm. um and for the most part, I mean, they're smiley faces, but like <laughs> for the most part, it's like actually really good. And I'm trying to think of like what has helped create that culture. And I think that a big thing, one of the foundations that we have is um, we will not speak ill of a guest or a team member. Mm. I work in hospitality. And I think that people actually tend to abide by it. And like that's great. Our managers great. tend to and, and they're women managers for the most part on my team Mm -hmm. and I think it starts from the top it starts Mm -hmm. from them and so I'm thinking like maybe this person has had somebody who's gossiped yeah to them and then they say too like don't vent down down vent vent up up. right um so then they think it's appropriate and then it's yeah and I don't want to vent sideways too much I mean obviously like there's going to be things that are said and and sometimes you do have to get something off your chest, but typically mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I think management goes a long way. A hundred percent. Like Leadership. the manager, the leader, the employer is going to set the tone for the people underneath. Like that was another comment we got mm-hmm. too. So if the manager's not reliable, why would they expect their employees to be reliable? If the manager gossips, why mm. would they not right. expect their, you know, team members to gossip? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do think too, like I, I do think there's a level of responsibility for those who are just having like lending a listening ear to, because there is a difference between like venting and confiding sure. in someone else. Yeah. Right. And, and then just gossiping. Mm-hmm. Just and absolutely. for me personally, that goes to like the heart posture behind yeah. it. Right. Is your, is your heart to like, man, I just want to tear this it. person down and cut them down. Uh-huh. Or am I trying to work through this and figure exactly. out like what, maybe trying to understand where they're coming from yeah, or even exactly. what I'm feeling and why am I feeling this way? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think that I've also had instances where I maybe was even talking to someone in, in gossiping. Right. Mm-hmm. I will throw myself sure. under the bus oh, yeah. and <laughs> somebody else responded to me in such a way that like shut me down. Mm-hmm. Right. To where I was like, Oh, Oh, yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah, I need to go back and reevaluate mm-hmm. like what I'm doing here. Um, and I think I was expecting them to just play in with me. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I guess that's what I was actually seeking and, and or expected. Mm-hmm. And that's not what happened. And it shut me down. And I was like, OK, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was needed. That was necessary. Yeah. And so I try to think about when when that happens for me mm-hmm. in an office space. Mm-hmm or things, how can I respond in mm-hmm. such a way? And so even with, at that program, I was just in like, what was, what was the way that I could have responded, mm-hmm. you know, to her in such a way that was still respectful mm-hmm. and dignified to her, yeah. but also still established dignity and respect for the other member right. who was not present to defend right. herself. Right. right? Cause you don't want to just like bash her and embarrass her right i don't want to shame her in you front don't want to do this else, other because that's a whole other like thing yeah right. basically doing what she did yeah. to the person behind her back right that's really, a fine yeah. line to walk it is yeah I, yeah but that advocating for other women because that's another thing that several listeners said talking about that supportive environment but also talking about mentors like female mentors mm-hmm. that these women have had in their career and just all that they've learned from women which is amazing and you know, I think 
I've, I can, ex- I've experienced that too, having other female mentors that I've learned from in professional settings and, and the workplace. And you know, I want that for women. Like I want mm. those mentorships. I want women to build each other up and encourage Absolutely. and support because if we do have this combat, like competitive, combative, threatening workplace, gossip, whatever, we're just pitting ourselves against one another. And then we're already like down and out against the men because we're women, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it we're just keeps pushing ourselves further down the totem pole. And I think that a couple listeners who shared that it's been difficult for them working with women, or it's felt like a lot of gossip and just they're next to your face and then a snake behind your back, back, like those types of things and those right. settings. I'm like, man, I hate that, that that's what comes to mind. And that's all that comes to mind when they think about working with women, because they've mm-hmm. had these negative experiences when it's like, why are we doing that? Like, why, right. why are we not supporting one another and encouraging one another and learning from one another? Yeah. Yeah. Like let's call ourselves to, to be above to be above it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which also, do you think that men ever even think about this for themselves? Like, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> men versus men in the workplace. <laughs> like, is that even a thing? Like, I just feel like it's not, mm. I could be wrong, but no, I think like, gosh, that was, this is going to sound really harsh, but I think that men who are about something, <laughs> if you're probably, about something, if you're, you're if you're a, like a man who possesses like, good qualities and leadership you probably think (laughs) about these things and you seek to like lead and serve people well um and how to engage with them but on average are men just thinking about this no 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 Mm -hmm. not a surely not Mm -hmm. but i would say well first off men write in yeah if you feel that way write in ward Oh right my in. Gosh. <laughs> Don, Paul, Don, Don Paul. Matthew, Don Paul. Hey, Christopher. We've got some other listeners out there. We do. No, we've got some other male listeners. Yeah, we want to hear from you. We, we want do. to know who you are. And we're so like we are obviously curious because yeah. none of us are men, so we cannot speak from experience. And we really appreciate you. <laughs> yes, yeah. thanks for listening. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that there is. Well, okay, so two things. Somebody referenced scarcity mm. in their answer. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's true when there is scarcity, being like yes. a scarcity of women yeah. in the field, <laughs> yeah. that these things tend to, you work from a place of scarcity, which doesn't bring out the best qualities. Mm-hmm. And historically, men have not had to work from a place of scarcity yeah, um, <laughs> in the workplace specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I also think like I've been part my I have been part of a incredibly gossipy work environment um, and a lot of it was also the men. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think that they just don't necessarily acknowledge it the same way Mm -hmm. because we've been labeled with gossips. We're just gossipy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for men when they do it they're it's not labeled in that way. Mm. Um, Double standards. Yeah. All day, my girl. All day. All day, every day. day. (laughs) So frustrating. Yeah. Well, Liv, you've spoken about both negative and positive experiences and currently being in that positive experience. And then, Court, you talked a little bit about, you know, kind of the scarcity mentality. Like, Liv was talking, like, you and this other woman, like, okay, who's going to win almost? Who's going to be the top? Um, But I'm curious what positive experiences have you had working with women court Mm -hmm. yeah I think um 
a positive, well, there are quite a few positive experiences, honestly. Um, one in particular, she was, she was my, um, director and I appreciated working with her more than she will ever know. Mm. Uh, she's actually now serves as like my professional mentor and awesome. I love her. Shout out to you, Sharon. Um, <laughs> Call out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, shoot, I'll just say her name. Uh, and what, one of the things that I appreciated about her so much was that she created space for me. Mm. And so we were the only two women on like our immediate team. Mm-hmm. And there were like, what, maybe five other men, five men on our team. Mm-hmm. And she was the director over all of us. So first off, boss babe, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then um, not only that, but in meetings, I think she would actually say my name and ask for my opinion, mm. you know, because a lot of times the men were typically a little louder than yeah. I was. And I would say, and this was also like my first job outside of college, mm-hmm. you know, or after mm-hmm. living abroad. And so I was maybe a little more timid at times mm-hmm. too. I would say that played a little bit of a role, but not, you know, that wasn't everything. And so, but she would create space and she would call me by my name and ask my opinion mm-hmm. or bring me into her office or she would take me on different meetings and things with her to shadow her mm-hmm. or, you know, Hey, let me show you how to do this. And then I remember the day that, um, that she had me lead an event by myself and I had no idea she wasn't going to be there. Like she was like, okay, great. See ya. Like she, and I was like, wait, you're leaving. And oh she was like, gosh. yeah, you got it. <laughs> Yeah, You're like uh. just go meet the donor, like or not the donor. Listen to me. Um, she's like, go meet the um representative that's coming in, and you know, do your thing. Ah, she was like, you know how to do this, and I'm so like, cool. okay, uh. <laughs> you know. But I'm thinking to myself, like, yes, Courtney, you do know how to do this. You've mm-hmm. done this with her here. Mm-hmm. You've watched her do this. You can do this. Yeah. And then I did it, you yeah. know, and I kept doing it, and I did it very well. Mm-hmm. And so I just appreciated her creating space for me, being a younger woman um in the workplace and educating me on different things and how to advocate for myself how Mm -hmm. to navigate certain things um and also telling me about just some of her experiences Mm -hmm. right so that's been positive uh and then I think my um most recent boss too um positive experience Mm -hmm. as well and so I think they just recognize needs that I have and they're in tune with that and Mm -hmm. they're willing to advocate and speak up and so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'm also being led by a woman again right now. Yeah. And uh, she's a VP mm-hmm. and she's also a boss. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I've enjoyed being surrounded by uh, strong women. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I have to necessarily just say strong women. Like, can I just say women, yeah. you know, and they're we are they possess being strong yeah. and they possess this and yeah. that and whatever different qualities. But um, yeah, so that's been positive for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the fact that you've had multiple female bosses that have been positive is great. Cause I will say I've had some sprinkled throughout, even when I was younger and like just working like part-time jobs in high school and college, but then in the workplace had some, at first had some negative and in the workplace, I mean like post-college when I'm working full-time had some negative experiences with female leaders, Hmm. but then more recently have had more positive kind of redemptive experiences, which I think has been good because for a really long time. And I talked about him on our leadership podcast back in, I guess, season one, best boss I ever had was a male and Mm. he was amazing and still, still is amazing. And I am so thankful for that experience of working with him. And then I think having that and him being a male and then having some females that 
wasn't as great and did feel competitive and felt uh, like I, there was one boss I had one time and I just felt like she felt threatened by me and that I was like going to take her job. And it's like, you shouldn't really have any reason to think that. And I didn't feel like I was doing anything to make her feel that way. And of course, like that's her insecurities, you know, that she just through you being good at your job. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. uh, I'm doing what you're asking me to do. You were recognized for it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And so I think, you know, that especially to, in that instance, we were around a similar age. And so, and she hadn't really supervised many people before. So that was just Mm -hmm. a difficult experience. And then, but then I've had other women that I'm not far off in age as well, but that's not the case at all. You know, Mm. I think there's a lot of maturity and just growth in the ability to lead the leadership experiences you have as a female and really coming into that and recognizing, okay, this is my leadership style. This is how I've been treated good and bad. And I'm going to take all that and I'm going to treat my employees the way that I want to be treated, Mm -hmm. you know, really coming at it from that angle. And I think I've seen that done really well, which Mm -hmm. has been encouraging, especially more recently. When I think like, and, and that is so encouraging. I mean, just to even hear you say like, treat them how I would want to be treated, but also like, seek to know your employees, mm-hmm. ask them how they want to be treated. Yeah, you sure. know, don't, like don't manage everyone the same way. Right. Like, assume. They're not all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't just assume, like ask them what they need and what serves them well. And yeah. then that is on you to continue to like pursue them in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, like actually act on what they shared with you, you for know, sure. utilize that. And so for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you? Other <laughs> are there other positives or negatives that you haven't shared? Yeah, I mean, I would say like, and I'll just share like my current supervisor is amazing, and it's, awesome. she's a woman, and I think she does a really good job of being professional and being my supervisor. Like she is my boss, mm-hmm. but she also looks out for me and like I like I feel like I can trust her and and she's taking care of me as her employee Um, and I think that that's a hard line to walk right like you it is I'm not going to be friends 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 with like my boss Mm -hmm. I think we've already talked about that in earlier episodes Um, but I do want to have a good relationship Mm -hmm. and like some kind of friendship with her and Mm -hmm. but I also need to view her as an authority and Mm -hmm you know, hold myself to a higher standard when I am with her and when I'm reporting to her and sure. working with her. And, um, I think that authority is important in that. And so, yeah, I think that she blends it really well and I'm really, really lucky to have her cause I have had some not great supervisor situations, mm-hmm. um, historically. And so, yeah, it was really refreshing to walk into this and feel like, Oh, this is how this can be done. This is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, it does just happen to be a woman, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think it's been really encouraging, one, to hear from our listeners. So thank you, listeners, for sharing your feedback with us and your experiences with us. But I think it has been encouraging to hear the good and the bad, because I think we all have it. We all have good experiences and we all have bad experiences working alongside or for women in the workplace. And I think it's refreshing to kind of air it out, if you know what I mean, (laughs) and just hear you know, others have experienced what I've experienced or others can feel the same way that I've felt. And I think that's really encouraging. So we typically do recommendations at the end of our show and we really just kind of want to do takeaways, kind of recommendation from what we've talked about and our experiences and just kind of leave you guys with a little something to, to munch on or chew on as you 
And <laughs> to munch. I don't them. know. If to you munch. get the munchies, to get the come back to meditate the munchies. <laughs> to think about whatever you want to call it. But so something that I would say and kind of in context of some of the things that I talked about is just support other women in the workplace. I think it's already difficult enough. We already have a lot of disadvantages. There's already a lot of inequalities in the workplace between men and women. And when we pit ourselves against each other, it doesn't help. So yeah. you might not get along with every single female you work with. You might not There's love no way them. you're going to. Yeah. You might not be their bestie and you really shouldn't. But <laughs> in my opinion. Unless it's Catherine and Courtney. Well, I would say our friendship grew so much more after we worked together. That's but we, it we did, were friends. But, I, but, you we were, but we were work friends yeah, as we well. Were, and it's we important to have work. at least yeah, work one person sure. if you can. Yeah, 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 for sure. So supporting each other. And then another thing I would say is be bold. And like Courtney was talking about earlier, like call out when men or women are like talking inappropriately or down about other women specifically, but men too. Like I think we don't need that negative talk and we don't need to engage in, you know, that gossip or whatever you want to call it behind people's backs because I think it's just, it's just frustrating. And then another thing, just be an advocate, be present, be in whatever way you can for women and policies and company changes and benefits that are going to like equip and encourage women. Like whether that's something for working parents, because a lot of that falls on women in our society and culture, Mm -hmm. or whether it's just a way to advocate for equal wages or whatever it is. I think we, I want women to be advocates for other women because I think so often we fall into that competition bracket Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't help anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's good I I would say mine's pretty simple and I would just say one because I mean I already mentioned like the importance to me of creating space for other women uh, for them to lead or for them to showcase their talents and abilities if you will but I also would say celebrate each other's wins y'all like do not underestimate the power of just telling someone that they did a good job mm-hmm. or they killed that or mm-hmm. your outfits on point <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like, man, I tell you, I just feel so gassed up and so energized sometimes when I say gassed up celebrated is what that <laughs> means. <laughs> it's the, it's the uh, young people talk, but truly like, I think that that makes a world of difference to me, whether I sat and listened to a colleague, a female colleague, give a presentation and granted this obviously can go to both men and women, but we are speaking specifically today about women versus women. Uh, But if I'm listening to a colleague give a presentation or maybe they set up for an event and they were the ones who were on all the food and all these things, like I just tell them, thank you. And I make a point Mm -hmm. to do that. And I, I hope that that carries um, a greater weight with them. There's also a quote that I love that I, I read sometime on Instagram that said, uh, you can't compete with me. I want you to win too. Mm. I love and, that. Right? That's yeah. Good. So it's not even a competition, you know, mm-hmm. like I want you to win too. And so yeah. there are ways for us all to do that, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And so just being mindful of that. And if you are in a leadership position and you are a woman, again, like see those people, mm-hmm. um, uplift them, edify their voices um, and their abilities as well. Yeah. I like that quote. I think for me, the takeaway I would give is assume the best Mm. about other women and other men. I think just with everyone, it's always good to assume the best good life policy, but um, especially with women, like 
you know, even if they're doing something that isn't great, like assume the best that they don't understand how it's coming across or assume the best that they didn't have ill intentions Mm -hmm. or just, you know, like I think we just need to assume the best about each other instead of like the gut reaction of wanting to like turn towards someone else and complain about it and gossip and Mm -hmm. um, cut each other down. So yeah, assume the best and root for each other. One of my bosses used to always say, assume positive intent. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I struggle with that. Oh, same. But I think that is, that is a good assumption to have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is very good. It's also good marriage advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very true. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, thank you guys for being with us. We liked hearing your responses and just, I don't know, that was really cool and really relatable. Um, So thank you all who shared and thank you all for listening. And we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to stay up to date on our latest content. Don't forget to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening from. And we'd love to hear from you. So reach out to let us know what content you want to hear in the future. This podcast is edited by Katherine Compo. Show notes are written by Olivia DeHart. And the podcast is produced by Courtney Tilford, Katherine Compo, and Olivia DeHart.